Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Mess. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 273 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dolachai, and my co-pilot this evening. The young, well, the young, the restless, the bearded one will not be with us tonight. We's dealing with some pet issues, and we just wanted to say that we are behind him, and we love him, and we can't wait to have him back. And we're thinking about him. So Carlos Borghe will not be here. So unfortunately, no Naboo, King Tom. Nah, Naboo. The, ma- the man we call Crunch Crunch, Slurp Slurp, the man, Les is a Boom Boom. Gonzalez, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Nothing much, man. It was a really hot day today after a pretty chill day yesterday. So yes, the guns are out. The man that I call King Tom and everybody else does, Tom Chansky. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you know, it was cold here. I busted out the winter coat for the first time since like February. Oh, what, what's the coldness out there? there? Uh, I think it was 35. Jiminy crickets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The only time it gets 35 degrees here is if we walk into an ice rink. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Pretty much. 35. It was 90 today. Oh, wow. Here. Was it really? Yeah, yeah over here Yeah, it was. man. It sucked. Oh, trip out. <laughs> the man that I call El Hombre, Mr. Eric Struthers. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How's everything going? Fantastic. How are you? I'm so glad it was warm for you. That makes me very happy. How cold was it over there in, in uh, where you're at? Uh, I, let's see. It was it got up to about 60 today, so it was pretty sweet, man. Around here, I know a lot of people like to crap on the Midwest, and I get it, but this is one of my favorite times of year because you wake up, and it's like 35, 40 degrees. And then in the afternoon, you leave for lunch, and it it's, you know, time to get the guns out kind of short sleeving it and it's pretty great man great man 60 degrees is like 65 is like perfect to me that's like the best 65 is all good in the hood you should have seen us you know how we do this like thursday getting beers and eating uh pizza 
every Thursday, two, two Thursdays in a row, it's been like six, like 55 degrees. And it looks like we're freezing balls out there, like shivering <laughs> steel, steel, our friend steel showed up and hung out with us. We had a great time. It was fantastic having him there, but he was like f- complaining about the cold the entire time. He was, and I, and, and, <laughs> it was. cause he had to wear pants and he hasn't wore pants in like two years. He said, well, but it was actually pretty, uh, okay. I get it. Our temperature 60 in, the Midwest is cold for us out here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's it's penetrating. Yeah, it kind of sucks, our, man. I, You're penetrating. <sighs> Let's oh, move. Man. Hey, chill out with that. King Tom Chansky, how you doing, buddy? Uh, you just asked. No, I just want to know how you're I, doing. Oh, uh, I got my booster today. So nice. Um, yeah, I I'm a little bit more tired than usual. Um, oh, okay. But I'm not like, you know, when I had the, when I got my first vaccine, I got the, I got like fever and chills at the same time. Right. Um, so I'm expecting something to happen, but I'm not, you know, I'm feeling all right so far. If you start shaking and stuff, we'll let the listeners know. Okay. If you just pass out. Yeah, thanks. you got it. Yeah. Randy, you are looking really spiffy today. You got a great new background that the listeners can't see to visualize it. It has a guitar back there. These things are all true listeners. And... You, you look like you're very comfortable. Very comfortable. I took a bunch of, I realized it's, you know, it's nice to podcast when you can relax and you're not like hunkered over a desk. Why not, man? Yeah. Quality <laughs> yes. life. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to 273. You can check us out on the Sithless.net where you can listen to all of our podcast episodes and you can watch us on YouTube. Go on T Public and check out our merch and go on our Pot It Forward page where we have fantastic great podcasts with some of our coolest, truest friends. Guys, let's jump into box office. Dune made $41 million. They're here for the spice. I can sense it. I wonder why everyone keeps taking really long pauses after they talk. Halloween Kills, 14.5. No Time to Die, 12.2. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, 9.3. Dune absolutely killed it. 225 million so far worldwide. It surpassed all expectations, especially with it being on HBO Max and it's streaming at the same time. So that is a big pull. And it's so big that Dune Part 2 was greenlit just two days ago, um, so which is fantastic. Great news for people that got to see it. Um, now we can jump into things we watched. I watched it and Les watched it. Less, what's your take? I know the world is is doing crazy right now, and everybody's talking about doing this, doing that. Do you think it deserves the accolades that it's getting, Mister Gonzalez? As far as the film goes, yes. As far as the visual, uh, the quality, there is just a certain type of crisp, clean, like tight film filmmaking here it's just filmed really well it just really really looked gorgeous and in the theater the sound played perfectly with the film it was just look i could see why the direct why dennis villeneuve was really like hey uh everybody needs to go see this in the theater i also understand if you watch it at home too because it could be just as epic on a projector or you know a nice uh oled screen just it's it's so clean just a tight streamlined clean looking film i i watched it in malik's sandbox to get the full effect and i kept just like throwing sand all over me <laughs> to do it. 
It was awesome. It was like four. Are, are you stereotyping yourself? No, but you just did. Whoa. I, I, I have to ask. There's some wow. damn lines that listeners? was crossed there when you were saying Whoa. that. Honest to goodness. I wasn't said, even thinking about that. I last Gonzalez. I, that's why I had to ask, like, what, what just happened here? <laughs> I was talking about sand and sandbox and Malik sandbox, and I was sitting there watching it on a projector, <laughs> which I didn't do. Right. I did watch it in a big screen in a theater, and let me tell you, it was probably the best science fiction film that I've seen in 10 years, including Star Wars. I'm throwing that out there. I'm going to get shit. But it I'm was, backing you up. I'm backing dude, you up 100%. This guy, since I saw The Last Blade Runner 2049, I think it's called, mm-hmm. he blew my mind watching that. Watching this, it makes me feel like I'm watching Stanley Kubrick doing his thing. It's that good. Anytime in this movie, you can press pause and you can put a frame around it and put it on your wall. That's how beautiful this movie is. The music is awesome. Cinematography is spot on. They got a cast of characters that, I mean, just look at the cast. It's like A-list after A-list after A-list. And everybody was great in it. I mean, the first hour was a little tiny bit slow only because there's so much info that has to be given out. And they're nowhere near being done because of right. part two, obviously, is coming out. They leave you on a, on a, not a cliffhanger, but they leave you wanting more. I'm telling you, this people are talking about how great would it be for this guy to be directing a Star Wars film? Oh my God, I can't imagine how a Star Wars movie would be with him, you know, behind the camera and directing. I thought it was phenomenal, yeah. and and Timothy Chalamet, that kid is awesome. Oscar Isaac's is just he's awesome in everything he does. I can't say enough about this movie. And I went with Lorena. I was worried because it's a long science fiction film, and it is heavy science fiction. She absolutely loved it. She came out saying that was beautiful. And it was. It was it was phenomenal. And you should see it in a movie theater. No, the experience is just completely different. Yeah. Completely different. And and, and uh, I was uh, gaming it with uh, Luke Cruiser, uh, one third of the Bad Motivators. Yeah. We were just talking about it. And it was just like, there's science fiction films. And yeah. some are, can be campy. Some can be uh, overly... Uh, either more action-based and some just take you in depth. And this is what this movie did. It just take, took you and built the story, built the world, took its time. It's just a lot of movies don't get to do that. This thing took its time to just like bring you in, set everything up and give you teases of what's to come and what can come. And then just drop like all kinds of awesome stuff. It, yeah, yeah. It was a great ride. It was a definitely a great ride. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want it to finish. And the similarities to Star Wars, I know people are all over Twitter talking about it. Even Dune put out a tweet before the movie came out. It said something about Star Wars fans, we're we're with you or something like that. And it had a handshake and it said hashtag Star Wars, hashtag Dune. So the similarities are uncanny and George Lucas completely was was inspired by the book, I would imagine. I I never read the book. Eric, did you read the book or King Tom? At all? No, no, no. But no, I'm, I, there, there are elements like the all the spice stuff and the desert. Oh, there's way more in that. Yeah. There's yeah, way more than that that we'll get into later on when we talk about Star Wars. It's it's crazy. And for all you fans that did love it and are excited about part two, there's also a sisterhood, uh, the Dune sisterhood coming to HBO Max. Um, which yeah, is, I was about to say crazy. That. That's coming. I was out. about to say that they're they're more than likely going to be the sequel and a spinoff HBO max show. Yeah. And Villanueva, sure. I think is going to direct the first two episodes 
kind of oh like gosh. Boardwalk Empire. That's gonna, like that's gonna hit hard and then just drop after yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, definitely Sithless seal of approval at least from two of us. I can't wait for the rest of you guys to watch it and you get your takes. Now, what I'm worried about now, it's been so hyped up that it's gonna have that kind of um, ah. It was okay. It was good. I kind of feel, <laughs> you know, but I hope it doesn't. I hope you guys like it as much as we did. Um, I haven't talked to anybody that's seen it that hasn't liked it yet, but I have been off of Twitter for a couple of days, so I'm sure it's out there. Anybody else watch anything this weekend? I started rewatching with my daughter because she has never seen them because um, we're really looking forward to the uh, Spider-Man movie coming out in December. So we started the original batch of uh, the early two oh, thousand Spider-Man nice. movies. Yeah. Um, those uh, don't hold up. Oh, I, I, you know, I, I never liked Toby as Peter. Okay. Uh, but it's, he's just, they've made him too much of a putz. And oh, Randy's the, pumping the, up right now. Randy's just stretching out. He's, look at his crack. It is not at the time. These movies were the first two, especially <laughs> were great. And Spider-Man two st- still is a great movie, but compared to current, superhero movies and what people expect um, the flow of a movie it it's just not the same okay question garfield better or mcguire better as spider-man as peter i prefer garfield okay no i was watching right. i was watching toby i couldn't tell if it was kevin arnold from the wonder years or toby mcguire uh, uh, that's adorable tom that's adorable <laughs> the problem is, toby mcguire is the better peter parker hands down he yeah, is like the original like fucking uh itco like he's that peter parker garfield is by far the better spider-man oh Interesting take. But he's not a better Parker. He's the ultimate Spider-Man where he's like, fucking, uh, I cannot believe for a second that that guy, Andrew Garfield, is a nerd in high school and is getting beat up all the time when he's skating inside the fucking, like, halls of class. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that is not Peter Parker. Like, the guy, Tobey Maguire, other than the fact he's way too old, he <laughs> is the epitome of nerdy-ass Peter Parker. There's mm-hmm. nothing like, he isn't, like, charismatic he has ugly cry face. And those movies, oh, yeah. it just, it just, yeah. we go back to those movies. Like each of those movies has a theme that is capstone so fucking well that very few, if any, Marvel movies have ever done as well. Wait, each of those, Ooh. each of the first each three? Each of those three movies has a theme throughout the course of it that is, mm. that is worked with and handled to maybe a lesser degree on three, but it's still there. Okay. Okay. In each I movie, hear that. No, but it's still there. There's a whole ego thing that plays in three that is actually has a beginning, middle, and end, and does actually stick the landing. But there's just so much going on that it gets fucking muddled. I can't say that about Amazing Spider-Man two or Amazing Spider-Man one. Hmm. I wouldn't say that about them either. But I, I prefer the Marvel one. But okay, I, I, I will, yeah. I'll give you that the, the Marvel ones are fun, but that's not Peter Parker. Literally everything he does in that mo- those movies has no consequence. Being Peter Parker and Spider-Man means you have to sacrifice something. He fucking misses like fucking uh, academic decathlons. Nothing fucking happens. Like he does all this shit and he never has a consequence for it. And that's not the character of Spider-Man. You ha- he has to balance what it is to be Spider-Man and deal with the sacrifice of his personal life for 
like taking up the responsibility of being the character. And that doesn't happen in the Marvel movies. He's just like, oh, what would fucking Iron Man do? I like them, but it's not Spider-Man. And that was massaged specifically to run with the Avengers, too. That storyline mm-hmm. was, they were kind of handcuffed. But they are better movies. Yes. They, they, the Marvel ones are better because Marvel is a better storytelling uh, company than Sony is. Even though Sony, and you saw that, Sony was, it, it, the first two Spider-Man movies were great. Like, they were really good. Spider-Man 2 is still good. But like King Tom said, there's times I want to watch it and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, man, it just it just doesn't have that 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 thing. There's an X factor in the Tom Holland movies that just, I guess, maybe actually being, quote, under the banner of Marvel makes it maybe more appealing, you know, aesthetically, like for the, for those of us that are comic fans and getting that other like that Silver Age Spider-Man worked because it hit on all those levels so with toby you get that with garfield it just it reeks of hey we're going in a new direction this is what we're doing here we're, we're totally pushing this somewhere else and look at what we plan to do and it's gonna be this and that and you're just like okay this is cool but uh we understand this reboot and then some people just you just really don't accept it hmm. i I, I enjoy them, but I feel like those movies are a lot of flash with like little substance. If you actually yes. like, look at like the second movie, like like the story they're trying to tell about him like picking up the mantle of being responsible, and then he like it, they totally break the character by making him just like give the most important like hand me down from his hero to some other fucking guy like immediately. Like the the theme of that character, like his arc, doesn't make much sense. Whereas in Spider Man Two, like. The themes are really fucking heavy, almost too heavy at times, but it is so like dripping within every relationship between every character. Everything serves like Spider-Man and his like evolution. There's nothing like that in the Marvel movies. But at the same time, I feel like those original three, they rely off. I don't want to say they don't respect the material. But it feels like there are certain shots and story elements where it feels like they're treating the comic book elements of it as a cliche. Mm-hmm. Or they're not. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I know, you know, it, it was groundbreaking. It was one of the first comic book movies because back then comic book movies weren't a thing. And it was laughing at it, not respecting the story or the audience for what it was. Give me an example. It, it's more like in a, a lot of the, the the reaction shots, especially of the first one. Um, it's it's a it's a much more slower moving thing. The, the the whole thing where he's on the the rooftop um, and he's tr- Shazam up up and away, all, right, all that right. sort of thing. I'll um, give you that. Yeah, and th- th- there's just other other things he does. Like I love the Bruce Campbell bits um, mm-hmm. in the other two, but again, it kind of just drags on and it i again yeah. i don't i get that that peter is an awkward teenager um but even as an awkward teenager i was never that bad <laughs> i guess that's fair i will give you to to add on to your point yeah i mean the whole idea of like making like uh like organic like webs that's kind of them trying to walk around 
and like grounded right. and kind of stay away from like the comic book stuff. But I think once right. you get to the second movie and mm -hmm. Sam Raimi is able to do exactly what he wants to do with the movie, you mm -hmm. get a very uh, like there's very few times I would argue that they uh, step over the line and aren't respecting the, what Spider-Man is. The second is a lot better, but I still feel that especially in that one, Toby is too much of the wistful. Uh, I, I learned poetry. Uh, and then he starts quoting. Like, I mean, seriously. Again, right. I was I was awkward geek and I was not it's that total bad. melodrama, though. It's like it's it, soap opera like melodrama. Yeah, but I feel you. Fair enough. It, it, it's it it's, like, it's so it's so like saccharine that I fucking love it because it okay. reminds me of just like a fucking just a, a very melodramatic fucking comic book. And mm -hmm. and the themes just like fucking roll into it so well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing that made me bonkers about that whole organic web thing, I, I thought that was super lame. I, I really enjoyed the Tobey Maguire movies. I, I do. I, I love them, but I haven't watched them in forever, so maybe I wouldn't like them as much. But the whole the organic web, that that was crap. And the explanation for it was, oh, like he would suddenly have the knowledge or he would suddenly be able to build this thing just because he got bitten by a spider. And it's like, no, he had the ability, but never the necessity. That's right. the whole mm -hmm. point. He was, you know, this smart nerd that understood physics and electronics and stuff like that. And then was like, hey, I've got this bitch in power. What should I do? It, not, it wasn't one didn't feed the other. As, it was necessity as the mother of invention. And to me, that was yeah. just the biggest cop out. One thing about the uh, the organic webs, I was watching the third one, and there's that scene in the beginning where him and MJ are in the park, laying on the web, watching the sh watching the shooting mm -hmm. stars, and like on the beginning of three, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you think she? Would this came out of your body. This thing that we're laying in. <laughs> Maybe she. Didn't I've mind never thought of it that way, but that's a. Uh... It's very, but it's, it's a beautiful shot. Beautiful you can shot. chew the web on your side of the bed, but yeah. I'm sleeping on my side of the bed. I've been even kind of come around on that third one to where I know it's still shit, but if he were just allowed to like follow through with those themes, it would have been a good movie. Is is Sam Raimi, is, is he doing Flashpoint? I think Doctor he is. Strange. No, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Doctor Strange. Nice. Yeah. Which yeah. coming out in May, I think. Yeah, they just yeah. pushed it back, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they pushed it back. Well, this was a rad discussion about Spider-Man. All of a sudden, this, this is our Patreon. This is as organic as his webs. <laughs> that was a pretty mm. good dad joke. Mm. I'll give it to you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, guys, um, what were we talking about? Oh, box office things we watch. Oh, Succession started season three. Um, got renewed for season four, two weeks into season three, which is fantastic. So steel, very happy. I'm very happy. And whoever watches succession, uh, Les looks like he started succession because he's shaking his head. Les, were you watching succession with us? No, no. I, I've, what I do with HBO shows for the most part is, is like a show like succession. I just wait for the, uh, season finale. And then it just, for some of the shows, they just run the whole thing, the whole season. So I'll just watch it in one day. Oh, we will. You know what? This is perfect segue, guys, because we have a voicemail 
that is has something to do with this. Let's let's check this out. Seth, listeners, it's Neil giving you a call from Chicago. Um, so this boy voicemail today is about fear of missing out. Uh, as a 37-year-old adult with a full-time job, I don't have all the time in the world to uh, play all the games that are out there that I want to play and watch all the TV shows and movies that I want to see or become interested in just due to a lack of time. So I've had to actually start developing basically like a list of things that I want to watch or games I want to play and having to kind of go back to that after a couple of weeks and just eliminating off the things that I thought I wanted to look into, but just, you know, was a passing, um, passing fad, so to speak, in my brain. Um, and I'm wondering if you guys have a similar setup or a strategy that you follow to kind of make sure that you see what you're interested in, but also trying to filter through, quote unquote, all of the stuff that comes out these days. But in any case, I wanted to thank you for all the great podcasts. Hope you guys are having a great week and uh, keep kicking ass. Well, thanks, Neil. Appreciate that, buddy. That's a good question, guys. How do you pick and choose what you're going to be watching or what games you're going to be playing with the amount of time you have? For me, it's if I can watch something with Lorena, then we'll watch it at the end of the night before we go to bed, specific episodes. And that's how I do it, really. If there's something like, because I just watched The Long Halloween Part 1 on HBO Max. It was great. But I know Lorena's not going to be into that. So I'll have to sneak that in there sometime, some, you know, whenever. But how do you guys go about that? Uh, Eric, how do you go about picking and choosing what you want to play? What do you want to watch and all that stuff? That's a tough one, man, because, you know, I'm t- I tend to be the guy who sees everything last if I ever see it. And I've realized that a lot of times watching watching movies, watching TV isn't super high on my list of priorities. So I'll either like I play a, a lot of Xbox, admittedly, but it's you know, I play guitar. I try to watch stuff that I can watch with my kids. That's about the only time it, I'll sit in front of the TV or my wife and I will like you watch TV before we go to bed. And um, but typically it's more like comfort stuff. We don't tend to watch a bunch of new things We'll watch something we've watched a million times and like, you know, so it, it's it's really just hit and miss. Like when the first season of the boys came out and you guys were talking about how great it was, I ended up being able to basically watch it all in one day. And I was glad I did, but that was like just this perfect storm of being able to land in it and do it. You know what I'm saying? If it had been like three weeks later, I wouldn't have been able to do that. It can get tough, uh, especially for like, I'm, I guess I don't know how to say it. Is it fortunate to be single or unfortunately I'm single really? I don't have familial obligations or, mm-hmm. uh, obligations to a partner too. Cause I can understand, you know, if you start watching something, Raj and Lorena is like, what the heck is this? I, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's, yeah, the last thing you need to do is start driving wedges and breaking up relationships because you decide to watch something that your partner's not in. Yeah, the long Halloween wasn't going to work out at 1030 at night. You know what I mean? No, no, no. It's good, though. I've watched that, too. I watched both parts. It is very good. I'm not taking it. Very, very good. I can't wait uh, for part two. I, I just, you know what I do? It's just one of those things where I just, like, rotate back to things. And then I just either go where I left off or I just dive right in where I'm at. If there's a recap of any type, that helps. Uh, listen, I, I've, I read comic books, so it, it can be, get very, you can get swamped very easily. You can get left behind. You take a month off, you might as well just write the whole year off as far as comic right. collecting goes. So a lot of times I'll just rotate back and just, you know, 
try to pick up where I left off or just find a good jumping in point. Uh, but I will say this. I play video games every day. I And to be honest, I probably wouldn't play as much if I didn't get to play with the group that I play with now. So that changed a go. lot of things and it made it to where it's either a constant, but now having, having studies now and, you know, taking classes and stuff that changes things too. In this day and age though, you probably don't have the fear of missing out. You really shouldn't have FOMO because mm-hmm. there's access in so many ways. And you, if you want to see it, the open, like if Dune comes out, right, Dune's out, go see it opening weekend. It doesn't matter how you see it. You know what I mean? It, 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 it helps in some ways, but yeah, there's just the fact that I can go back and flip on Netflix and find something that I'd watched a year ago or three months ago and just jump right back into it or go on Hulu or Prime or whatever other streaming services any of us have, you know, or go back to the comic store and pick some stuff up or, you know, even but playing video games, it's just something different. You just like Eric said, you just if you love a game, you're going to keep playing that game no matter what. If you love to game, you're going to find a way uh, so, yeah. How do you find time with all the working out you do? And how do you even play games? <laughs> I can move my thumbs. I don't have to have my arm. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not swollen enough to not move my thumb. So I'm Curling a joystick in one hand. Oh, gosh, man. Uh, Neil, <laughs> thanks for sending that in. Uh, really quickly, what? since we're talking about games, the Guardians of the Galaxy game is fucking phenomenal. Oh, really? It's fucking amazing. Oh, do you shit. get to control okay. multiple characters, or is it just you're you in control just, of Star Lord only? You just control uh, what's his? Is it uh, Quinn? Yeah, it's Star Lord. Star Lord. Star Lord. Sorry, mm-hmm. you just control him, but it's made by the same people who did uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and that was the only Tomb Raider they did. But it was a fucking fantastic game, okay. and now I'm worried that this game is so good that they're going to be making these games from here on out. But like, basically, it's uh, imagine like Guardians of the Galaxy where you only control that character, but it's like Mass Effect. You control the relationships between mm. each of the characters. You have conversations about each of their like story arcs, like how you relate to them, whether you sympathize, who you side with. and and But in the middle of uh, fights, you uh, control uh, when people use like their special skills, so you synergize their attacks to take mm. out like large groups. Mm. But the... Uh, it's way more conversational than like a fighting game. So it's like a mix between like Mass Effect, Telltale, and like a RPG kind of like, as far as like the combat where you're like, it's just presented so cinematically, so nice. I- I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. It's a fantastic. Huh. How is uh, how's the humor? Is Quill pretty funny in it? He, they, what, another cool thing that they do is they don't stick to like the MCU interpretations ah. of the characters. Oh, uh, nice. Drax is by far the funniest character in the game because he's still very much like he doesn't understand sarcasm so he takes everything very literally yeah so he's still funny in that way Groot is pretty much unchanged but then uh like Gamora and uh Quinn they're pretty fucking different from their uh interpretations on the MCU got it got it but it's good it's like it's refreshing it's actually I think it's a better take on the group that's fantastic yeah it's really we're checking out I didn't even know it was out I saw commercials for it I just didn't know it was out yet. Yeah, totally worth checking out. That's right. Since we're just going, asking questions, doing crazy stuff tonight, it's it's our Halloween episode, by the way. Favorite holiday. What's what's our favorite Halloween candy? When you were a kid and even now? Probably the Reese's pumpkins or whatever they happen to have at the time. That's always great go-to, man. Reese's, yeah, yeah. Those are good. 
Uh, Randy? Uh, I like razor blades. <laughs> razor blades? I used to like them, but not into them anymore. Gave me sore throats. King Tom? I always liked 100 grands. 100 grand. So, wow. You guys are chocolate guys. See, I'm not a chocolate fan yeah. as much. Always Reese's, but that's for all seasons. Uh, but the little mini packs of uh, Whoppers. Whoppers? The I'm little the, Whopper the, guy either. No sweet tarts? They're ah, good, see, but... That's, that's uh, my kind of candy right what there. What sucks yeah. about Halloween... It, it, nothing sucks about Halloween, nothing but what you get is, is you get... You're either going to get sweet tarts or you're going to get Smarties. You're either going to get one or the yeah. other. You know what I'm saying? You're going to a house or your neighborhood's going right. to have sweet tarts or Smarties. And I, sweet tarts are awesome, but well, that's for me, Smarties my, are cheap. Smarties for, are the cheap version, and you get tons yeah. of those. As long as I don't get candy corn. Oh, well, what a great segue. Guys, how Absolutely. many pounds of candy corn are produced each year? You guys want to take a crazy stab at this? I'm going to guess in the many, <laughs> too many. It's a little bit over that too many million, a <laughs> whopping 35 million pounds of candy corn is made each year, amounting to about 9 billion pieces. And I don't like candy corn, but they're still making that shit. What? My favorite Eating is Jolly Ranchers, shit. Jolly Ranchers and now and laters, dude. That's the kind of oh, candy yeah. I'm into. now and laters are nasty. Oh, what? Don't hurt me, man. Jolly Ranchers, you, King Tom. Oh, wow, you're going shit on Spider-Man movies, and you're saying now laters are bad now? Now laters yeah. were how you learned how to budget your money like if it was groceries, dude. That's right. You're going to the liquor store right. with that little $10 or whatever you got from your mom or whoever for allowance, you had to be able to budget that money just to get the right amount of now laters, dude. Oh, it's a great now laters. Phenomenal. Remember, like, when I was young, there used to be, like, liquor stores that had like these very extravagant like fucking like candy sections where you yes. get like little pieces <laughs> of candy what the fuck happened to that they're all at five below i don't know if you guys have five below where you're at or people yeah. stole too many of them because they're easy to stick in your pocket so they probably just said, yeah i'm gonna do this five five below like, like 25 cent jolly rancher like bars hey yeah th- go to five below. Melon. below has all of that they have now laters by piece they have Jolly Ranchers. They have everything you want at Five Below. They're not I think all the dollar stores have taken that over because even like yeah. places like Dollar Tree, yeah. if you go to the candy section, yeah, it's even yeah. packaged to go to the movie theater. Like yes. it's legit like the movie theater candy already. So it's like, right, no. I'll buy a couple of these and take them in instead of paying $7 for it. Hey, exactly. Ross, speaking of Five, are you hitting up your boy Jose Feliciano's house this year? Oh, speaking of, that's probably my favorite gift was Jose Feliciano's $5 bills. That was the best. That was the best. Actually, $5 bills multiple times. Wait, what, what is the story? I've never heard this one. So, Randy, Jose Feliciano, um, Feliz Navidad, and um, I think he did a version of uh, Light My Fire or something. By yeah. the doors. Those were his two big ones. He lived very close to me in, in Villa Park, California. And in right. Halloween time, we would go to his house and he would give us $5 bills. But some of us would go repeatedly because he was blind capitalism. yeah capitalism and he was blind and he didn't notice that we would go multiple times right uh he, he had somebody helping him sometimes and that would suck because we know we only can go once that night yeah you um, can't explain but, him like yeah but uh yeah very nice guy great guy and he would uh hook us up with some fat five dollar bills so that's oh, my jose, jose feliciano story that is my favorite candy 
cash. <laughs> so yeah, if anyone knows where Jose Feliciano is living now. Yeah, I don't know where he lives now, but that'd be great. Like if I could just go back and say, hey, we did this to you when you were a kid, when I was a kid. So wait, can we go a top three Halloween candies? You can do whatever you want. Because it's, so it would be the uh, Whoppers, Smarties, no, 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 uh, Sweet Tarts, and then the Dum Dum Lollipops. Dum Dum, mm-hmm. oh, the little small ones? Yes. Those were good, but I'm, I'm a big Blow Pop guy. Mm, probably should have said that out loud, but I am a big Blow Pop guy. I love Blow, blow Pops. Blow Pops were bougie. You, if you could, they, you were, could no, they weren't you too get, bougie. You can get 10 uh, Dum Dums for one Blow that's Pop. That's true, that's true. And if, you, mm-hmm. you're oh, back, yeah. if your hall had dumb, uh, Blow Pops, that's great, but if you wanted the Dum Dums, because you could just take a whole bunch of them instead of- How about like, bottle caps, dude? Those root beer bottle yeah. caps are phenomenal. Oh, we're gonna go great. there, huh? We're gonna start talking about Bazooka Joe and all that kind of stuff yeah. too. Yeah, we're not even I doing that podcast. The stars, there's Star Wars to talk about today. I always liked having uh the like fun size like three musketeers. Those ones I really like. Those are good. Yeah. Well, any oh, of the three bars fun I size like chocolate Snickers. Yeah. Well, that was always the one like I tried to conserve because I knew it was my favorite. So there'd be like a bunch of Snickers. I'm like, yeah, Snickers is like the health food of candy bars. <laughs> yeah, like in yeah. comparison to a Three Musketeers. <laughs> yeah, I like a, will say that I agree, like but I will bar. also say you get to run the gamut of all of the Snickers or Mars bars products right. during Halloween because you'll get a Milky Way, you'll get the Snickers, you'll get a Three Musketeers. There's a hundred grand in there. There's a bunch of other ones in there too. And you just go, oh, you line them all up, and you realize Snickers has all three ingredients. Milky Way has two, and then Three Musketeers only has the nougat and chocolate. That's it. God damn right. Just get to the good and, stuff, man. And then you get that uh, that Hershey grab bag with the varieties of Hershey and never see, like the Hershey Dark, the Mr. Good bar that you never see anywhere else outside Ever. of that. That right. is That's true. true. Yeah, that is true. That's true. And the white chocolate true. Hershey's. And then you get inspired. I used to get inspired to go buy those candy bars after Halloween, but after a while, it was just like stick to Reese's, man. That's just, that's why they had the variety pack, Les. Yeah, get you in. It's marketing it you in. <laughs> yeah, it is marketing. First ones on first ones on Halloween. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to jump into something else that we normally talk about, and that is Star Wars. Kylo, give us some candy. Eric's Star Wars report. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that made me happy. All right. So here's some news, man. The Hollywood Reporter announced, and now I want to preface this with I this is something I would have rather found out in the show organically. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Much like uh the Grogu reveal and for example, Luke Skywalker appearing in the season finale of The Mandalorian. It made sense. We were all sort of hoping slash expecting it. Right? But right. Hayden Christensen is going to appear in the Ahsoka Disney Plus series. Wow. Uh, I That would have been cool to see when it happened i don't know man so obviously we don't know how is this going to be is it going to be a flashback is it going to be his force ghost is it you know what's the score but Mm. there it is and what are your thoughts on that damn it has to be a force ghost right guys and because if they do a flashback we're talking straight into the clone wars era of of animation and that's going to be interesting if they do that because we're going to have to get a little Obi-Wan in there, too, I would imagine. Well, I guess we wouldn't have to, but... Well, yeah, one, I think it's, 
I think it's flashbacks. One I mean, I think thing, it's um, Force Ghost. I hope so. I, I do hope that because something that uh, Dallas, I believe, actually brought up on the motivators when we were talking about this is the way the character that Anakin was in the Clone Wars animated series was quite a bit different than the Anakin from the movies. Right. And I mean, I realize they, you know, can't stick to that like glue, but at the same time, it, it would be enough of a difference that, and I don't just mean visually, I just mean in the approach to the character, like the he was tone so, of the character. Yeah. Because yeah, he was totally different. He was so much more, uh, I don't know, aggressive and sure of himself and he did not seem like a little kid making little kid mistakes yeah it's right. like a leader yeah he was and respected too and we got to hear him say lover boy when he was talking about padme's old boyfriend <laughs> mm. he's a little jealous there it's hot. yeah but anyway what about you king Must- tom are you are you keen to uh, this uh yeah you know, like you, I probably would have rather have heard about it in or seen it first. But now that we know about it, I'm very excited about it because, <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm I'm hoping that it it is in Force Ghost form because I uh, you know the redemption of Anakin Skywalker is it's, it's the reason George made the prequels, and then later on he said it's the reason he made the whole series. Um, but I think it's a great story and. I, I really want to see that Force Ghost interact with Ahsoka, and it would be great to see Hayden back in that role. So I'm excited about oh, it. God, Hayden and and Rosario, uh, Anakin and Ahsoka. That it's crazy. We're gonna get Hayden in the Kenobi, obviously in the mo- in the show as well. So mm-hmm. a lot of Hayden, and I feel great about that. I feel great yeah. that Hayden gets the opportunity to be Anakin, and people are stoked about it. That is, is really that confirmed. And it's confirmed. Oh, is Kathleen it? Kennedy confirmed it. For Kenobi, yeah. She also confirmed, so it's, it's not a spoiler or anything, she also confirmed there's going to be like the, the battle of all battles, right? Didn't she say something like that? The I rematch of the century. The rematch of the century, that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. The Thrilla in Manila. She said something like that. Yep. So yeah, so good for you, Hayden, and good for uh, Star Wars. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'm glad to see him get some love, man. Because I'm telling you, when he came out at Celebration, that that place lit up. Right. And, it, yeah. you know, people can crap on him all they, all they want, but the fandom loves that dude. And for good reason. That is true. I, that is true. Yeah, he got done dirty. He oh, sure for did. sure. He did. He I think sure everybody did. who got dumped on for making the prequels did. I mean, yeah. they they did a job and were directed to do the exact thing they did. Exactly, Eric. I don't nailed it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's like when your boss at work tells you to do a project a certain way that you know it could be better another way, but they're the one signing your checks. <laughs> you you just yeah. sort of do what they mm-hmm. tell you. Yeah, it's not like these castings are taken lightly. Like they they are meticulously making a decision to hire someone. So at the end of the day, it's their vision. It's not the actor saying like, Oh no, I don't think we should do it this way. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if you think he can't act, just go watch life is a house. I always say that to people that talk shit on Hayden or jumper. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, but Life as a House is a phenomenal film. Uh, yeah. He's really good in it. Makes you and I think he got, he got the role because of that, I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I think that was yeah. probably the mm-hmm. biggest indie movie he had done up to that point. Yeah. And Jingle All the Way got uh, Jake Lloyd. Yes. So there's that. There is that. Who By was the way, treated so a... badly that I don't think he gets to ever have a return to Star Wars. Who's that? Jake Lloyd? Yeah. Well, he's in. He's in. Uh, he's in. Yeah. He's been just. He'll never he, really I, probably get that to be able to well, do. Well, no, it I think he's doing. in bad shape, right? Can That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he got yeah. pushed to the yeah. edge by these by yeah. people. So far that yeah, he'll never get to be able to quote return no. to Star Wars. And, and think about this guy. Or fanfare that he should get. Let's yeah. think about this. That that happened to him before Twitter. And it yep. happened to him while he was a little boy. Like, yeah. so I can take imagine? a lot of shit, man. Oh, like, I can take God. a lot of shit. People can dump. I'll, I can take a ton of shit. But at nine years old, yeah, you'd have no, definitely broke me. Broke anyone. Yeah, that is ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know if it changes you now. I don't know if it breaks you now. I think it just changes you for the worse. Because all these kids are growing up with that shit. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. They're just kind that's of true. growing up more, a lot different. Yeah, he might have been more prepared for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like an it's not right. kind of thing. He might have been more prepared for it. That's that's a shame. I used to talk to him about Dark Souls all the time. You really like Dark Souls. The video game? Oh, okay. I was gonna oh. say the song or the game. Game, yeah. No, he really, really liked Dark Souls. So I'd always really? talk to him on Steam about it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He'd stream it all back in the day. Oh, right on. We have an email from Robert, by the way, that has something to do with it. it. says, hello, all on the Sith list. First off, it was really cool to have Sal on the pod last week, and I have always liked his perspective and positivity of Star Wars. He seems like such a great guy. Well, Robert, he is a great guy. He's, he is what he sounds like. <laughs> right, guys? Like, Sal is like the genuine article. Like, we're all fake. He's probably the but nicest Sal, guy in podcasting. Yeah. He really Easily, is. Yeah. My question to you all, He's however, is if you could delete – from your brain, the memory of watching one movie so that you could experience it all over again today for the first time, what would that movie be? To me, that was a hard question to answer because seeing movies as a kid versus an adult, you have a completely different perspective. For me, the answer would be Return of the Jedi because that was the first Star Wars movie that I watched as a kid. And I think it would be fun to watch it with my son for the first time because that is his favorite Star Wars movie. Hope everybody is staying safe. Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. This is a great question. This is a, and I think Robert, I'll go first. I think it would be Return of the Jedi for me too, because it was the first Star Wars movie I saw in the movie theater. I saw it with my dad, and I saw it with my brother. And that's the story where my dad left me and my brother in line with strangers in front of the line. But at the end of the day, I got to see it with my dad and my brother because he came back and. It was so amazing to see everything on the big screen. I had seen Empire Strikes Back on VHS before that, but um, yeah, it was really cool. So that, for me, it would be also Return of the Jedi. How about you guys? So are we are we like basically bottling up the feeling of seeing a movie for the first time and reliving it the same way again? Uh, I don't know about re. Oh well, that's what I just did, didn't I? Well, to, yeah, I'm you're, you're experiencing clarify. it for the first time. Do we know about the movies that come after if it, if it's part of a series? Oh, like if I'm doing Empire. Do I know about all the other Star Wars that came out? Right. Yeah. No, Probably, I think we're doing yeah. it again for the first time. 
So you're right. You, I, I relived it again. And okay. he, what he's saying is not necessarily reliving it. He wants to watch Jedi with his son for the first time. So, yeah, I fucked up this thing. But go ahead. You guys do it the right way. See, because then what can happen is, is when you ask that question, you could do something like, I would pick Lord of the Rings. I would totally pick wiping that memory. But then again, I'd have to say for all of them, because that was the first You're movie right. where I honestly went to the source material hard and i read the hobbit i read all three of the lord of the rings trilogy books i even i'm almost done with the silmarillion so it's like that was the one thing where i really dove into the lore and enjoyed everything that came together as it all came together so yeah that would be it because i'd like to read the books again that's a good one Les. i remember that phase when you were reading those things like crazy I'd want to see Back to the Future for the first time again. Oh, yeah. Like, without, like, seeing it as a kid and not realizing how fucking awesome of a movie it was, just like totally being into the spectacle, seeing it now because it still fucking holds up. I I would love that, would be fucking awesome. That would be a great one, man. How about you, Eric? I was going to say The Matrix. But oh, dude, Back to too. the Future hit me at a very pivotal time, and I just moved away from the town I grew up in my whole life, and uh, we we watched it while we were still living in the hotel, waiting for our house to be finished being built. And hadn't met any new friends, didn't know anybody, and that's the movie that made me decide to play guitar. That's what yeah. finally pushed me over that's the edge. Right. So right. that would be that would be one, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, what was yours? Was it Empire? Uh, I'm no, I'm torn between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Just yeah. because Ooh. like The Force Awakens just there was this excitement. Yes. Yes. And like it was just like that whole week I was just so pumped to have Star Wars back. And you knew right. it, you know, there there were articles like, okay, you know, there is no more world without a new Star Wars because now that Disney owns it, we're gonna get Star Wars. And it was just an excitement, and you know, even in the theater, the the for both times that first night, you know, the the seven o'clock and the ten o'clock, both crowd, it both you know, theaters were packed, both crowds were buzzed, and the Last Jedi, there was still a lot of that excitement that carried over, but there were also like huge, mo- like Snoke getting chopped in half or the Holdo maneuver, just huge moments that. Like I, I, I think I've told this story before, but when Snoke got chopped in half, some guy from the back row loudly went, Holy shit. <laughs> and like that's like what everyone felt like. And it would be great to experience really that again. Phantom Menace, too. Remember that? Remember that shenanigans? Going to the movie theater for Phantom Menace? Holy smoke. That was crazy. Yeah, I bought like I got a bunch of tickets for my work friends because everyone else was stoked for it and they knew that. I was the Star Wars guy. Uh-huh. So I would redo it where I didn't have to watch it with them. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't take your boys? No, I wouldn't take my boys. I you, at a certain point you realize, you know what? You're not my boys. And no, I would have done it again. Especially when they're asking you questions constantly throughout the movie. You know what I mean? Like, we get it. You might be our you might, you might be my boy, but I, I want to watch a movie. Right. All right. One one movie I would like to go back in time to watch again and get the same feeling would be Rocky Dude. Four. 
not do 1984, Rocky IV, because I walked out of Rocky IV thinking I could, you know, the world was a better place. You know, if, if they could be friends, then we all could be friends. You know what I mean? And then the montage scene in the snow, like I, I wanted to just go work out, dude. That's the shit. <laughs> I was bummed Apollo died. That was shitty. That was yeah, shitty. You're right. That you was know, ballsy though. The Force Awakens, King Tom, man, that really that one hit me big time. My my buddy Metsy, you guys met him at yeah, Celebration. <laughs> we went together, and it's funny because here's the guy who I work with his mom. I'm closer in age to her than him, but we I don't know, it's just a really unique relationship. But when we went, I originally had a gig that night. So we were going to the one o'clock showing and it was completely full. And you could have heard a pin drop in that place. Mm-hmm. That was a cool way to see it. There wasn't a ton of like cheering and gasping or anything else because people were like, what? And man, I just, the feeling of it after it was done just blew my mind because I went in fairly unspoiled. Which, yeah, that was a good one too. That was, that was, phenomenal. that was so good. I'm really surprised nobody has said break into electric boogaloo. I didn't, yeah, I don't that remember given, seeing though. that. Yeah. I saw it I on VHS. Mind, I wouldn't I mind know. erasing my memory of the love guru or men who stare at goats and then just not going to see them. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, What's that movie? Yeah, What's that movie with Dana Carvey? Oh man! Oh, was Disguise? he a spy or something? Disguise. Master, Master of Disguise. Oh, that's the only movie I ever got a refund for for walking out. I, like, I suffered out. through that thing. I just sat I'm there like, turtle. "What do I do?" I'm a turtle. Yeah, I was like, "What do I do? Do oh, I leave? Have man. I ever left a movie before? What do I do here? Yeah. Oh shit, this sucks. Oh, it still sucks." What? It was still better than watching the Spin Doctor, so. <laughs> <laughs> good questions tonight. these questions are great oh they are great. did oh, you see yeah. smash mouth yeah oh yeah for a new lead yep. singer yes yeah really yep and i'm like i'm already in a band that's known for doing covers so I'm- <laughs> and your band is probably way more talented yes <laughs> it's so that's like so meta they're a uh, a cover band who has a new singer is going to be doing covers of cover songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and they, gonna, they yeah. mentioned it's a, their forever singer. We're not wanting to do this again. So blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't yeah. know why they did it the first time. Anything else in the star Wars world? Other than <laughs> the, these, uh, Dune comparisons that I want to bring. Not, up? not that. Well, okay. The bring home the bounty thing continues on as new merch is announced. And here's the deal for the collector. It seems odd to me. And I mean, this has been a bitch f- about Hasbro's thing. Everybody's complained about this that is that are collect the Black Series figures or anything else. They come out with stuff. It's like the cow's already out of the barn. And, you know, they are releasing a figure, for example, the, the client. Werner Herzog's character releasing oh. a figure of that now. You nailed it, guys. <laughs> You're just a whole season late. And I that high yeah, it it's just it's so brand. weird. And yeah. but there there's some pretty cool stuff, I guess. It just the availability of 
like especially if you're a Hasbro Pulse premium member and the by the time you get the notification that the pre-sale's live, it's already done. Just just little things like that that's pretty annoying, but they 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 have announced some cool stuff and especially if you're looking at uh, some of the other merch if like collecting the toys isn't your thing, there is some other cool stuff, art pieces, statues, um t-shirts, that that kind of stuff. So that's kind of neat, but past that, man, I got nothing. Well, that was more than I thought. That's great. I finished Rising Storm, a High Republic, mm. and oh, I just drifted off on that, man. Did you really? And yeah, there's I, a point. There's a point, Eric, that that book just doesn't stop. It gets crazy. So hopefully, you didn't get to that part, and you've drifted off. Maybe you. No, I it, it. the the what I was reading was good. Mm. It's just I just hit a spot where I'm just not reading much because oh, okay. by the time okay, the kids you. are in bed and it's oh, like well, it. and as soon as I lay down and start reading, I want to go to sleep. Gotcha. That makes sense. Like I can stay okay. awake until four in the morning if I'm actively doing something. Right. But yeah, it's just been tough. But no, it, it the book seemed really good. And you know, really then I bought Ronan and I haven't even downloaded <laughs> yeah. it to my kids. I heard yet. that one's phenomenal too. Uh, but the, the 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 rising storm it was great and it gets you so invested in these new characters that you have you don't know about. I mean, I've read three of the books now for the High Republic. By far, this is the the coolest one. The first one was really good too. This one is like you're very invested into the characters. Uh, I instantly text King Tom or called King Tom because mm-hmm. my main character was still alive and running and kicking barely. Um, but you know what I love about this is that we talked a little bit about this last week, but the Jedi, dude, Jedis are bony, which are great. <laughs> like, you know, and they have free will in a way. Um, it's, it's fantastic. I, I'm really excited about it. And I'm not one of those guys that are really into the far. Like I know Eric is into the force and Jedis and, and all the, all the mystique and lore about that. But I'm starting to get into that because I love the way that Jedis are being represented in the new High Republic books. Super cool. And I think this is how they should have been represented from the get-go. Um, but, you know, it is it is what it is. And it's really cool. So I definitely would advise people to read it if you have a chance. And now I'm on the next Thrawn book. I'm on the second one. I know the third one's coming out, but I'm on the Greater Good, which I'm back on the Thrawn train so uh yeah i'm I'm all up in the star wars right now it's awesome rad man so yeah yeah so so back that the whole dune comparison thing a lot of yeah there's been a lot going around about it right and admittedly man there's a ton there uh, uh, there are several similarities yes And, and, and and that's okay yeah like he was he read he read the novel and was inspired by the novel and and wrote his story and it's okay to have both. And I know people, some people are like, some people are pissed off that Dune is doing so well. And, and I don't, Star Wars fans. And I don't understand that. Like we can have both, you know what I mean? High tide raises all boats. Like if we can get our Star Wars, a part of our Star Wars, I don't want all of our Star Wars or to be, or even the majority to be like this Dune movie. That's not what Star Wars is, but I would love for it to have a movie that is in this style, I think that would be rad. It'd be super cool. I mean, DC did it with the Joker. 
The Joker is not your typical comic book movie, but it was a phenomenal movie. And I think that Star Wars can have a really crazy high, I mean, sci-fi artsy film. And that's what the Dune uh, storyline was. It was, it was crazy. And, and some of the stuff like Araxis is, a, is definitely Tatooine was definitely inspired by Araxis. It's a planet that is based in the sand, obviously. And it's a desert. There's sand crawlers in this thing. Uh, there's an empire and there's the Imperium. Later on, we're going to get introduced to a Princess Aaliyah, not Princess Leia. It's crazy. The, there's a force, but they call it the voice. There's a Han Solo character that's called Duncan. Um, it's crazy. There's a there's kind of a Bendu called Piranha Bendu. And, and we obviously know there's a Jedi Bendu. There's Spice, and that's a big deal. So, I mean, there's not just one little thing. The main character is pretty much Luke, if you think about it. So there's a ton of stuff that is inspired by George Lucas. And he also took some stuff from Flash Gordon. So it's okay. We're not saying, I'm not saying that George Lucas ripped them off. I'm saying he read a book and he was inspired, just like musicians listen to music and get inspired by it. That's all it is. And it's okay. I totally agree, man. Fucking yeah. like if, if if someone honestly, like genuinely has that opinion, then look at like fucking the born identity and realize how much better Bond movies became because that exists. Yes. But, and then consider that there are no other movies about action robberies involving cars. There's nine Fast and the Furious movies, they all <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. Like you need competition at some point. Yeah, absolutely. You need competition. And and look at Ragnarok, right? That was a mm-hmm. rad movie. It was great. It was different. Taika fucking came in and did his thing. And now Disney's going, we want you to do your thing with our story. And that's fine. And that's okay. I would love Velen Weva to be able to direct a Star Wars film. It'd be fucking amazing. I know Christopher Nolan said something. He said he, he has never seen a science fiction film with that kind of visual effects that that kind of special effects to make it look like it was practical effects and how beautiful it was. And that's coming from a guy that did, you know, the Batman trilogy yeah. one of the most successful comic book movies ever. Um, so yeah, man, I'm just saying that it's okay to all be happy about another fucking franchise doing well. If it's and, and Dune is doing well because Star Wars existed before that and Star Wars did well because Dune existed before that. That's right. Exactly. Well said. Well said. Missed a golden opportunity to say that Christopher Nolan also did Tenet. Fuck Tenet. There we go. Uh, there it is. There Tenet, we fucking dude, go, man. Tenet is so fucking pretentious. If I'm gonna, <laughs> someone had to set it up. Sorry. King Tom, I Sorry. missed that one. That's okay. All right, guys. That is our Star Wars talk. Eric, thank you so much for that. No problems, man. Yeah. Um, We got an email, one more email coming from Avery, our boy Avery. Hey, guys. I hope October has been treating you well. Currently dealing with technical issues and personal woes on my side of things. So our podcast had had a lack of content this month, which has been a bummer. I just wanted to take the time to let you guys know how much I appreciate your show and your banter as it's gotten me through 
the last couple of weeks. Oh, man. Thank you, Avery. That's, that's really nice of you. Also, great having Randy on board. As a, I was a huge fan of his past shows, and I love hearing his witty remarks again. So just do the decent thing and make him a series regular. Well, I, I thought he I mean, he's he is a series regular. He's been no, on no, the no, last... No, 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 no. Like Avery said. Okay, you, what, do you, what do you need? There's you no need, contract. You, Nothing is fucking silly. You need me to put you in the title and then the intro? You have an intro? There it is. Anyway, to the question, I don't know how big you are to horror movies, but it's been a tradition in my household to binge scary movies for the entire month of October. While classic werewolf movies like American Werewolf in London are my personal favorites, I'm also a huge icon of horror films like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, and of course, Halloween movies themselves. I've already seen Halloween Kills twice and loved it both times, despite the mixed reviews it's been getting. Soon, we'll be getting a new Scream movie as well. You may know how the screen movies always break the fourth wall and address the rules of horror movies to help them unmask Ghostface. So with the new movie coming out in January 2022, my question is, what do you think the new rules of horror movies are in the current cinema industry? You guys rock and keep kicking ass and happy Halloween. Banter on Avery. Thank you, Avery. That's actually a really good question. That was nice. So there's, yeah, is there, there is obviously a new way of horror to do films. You don't get, in these new films, you don't normally get the, I'm going to run into a barn and I'm going to slash you up and all that crazy stuff. There is a, kind of like a psychological way of doing things now. What do you guys think is the new way? What is the new tropes in horror? There's a lot of meta stuff now. Well, one that I know that yeah. probably should get more, uh, be bigger than it is, is a uh, found footage. Yeah, that, that's been... And those are, I, yeah. those can be pretty cool. They, they, there was a series called VHS where someone found a, a VHS tape. That's the idea. And then when you play it, all kinds of weird shit happens. Not like the ring, but there's stuff on the tape and then shit happens to the person that watches it too. So it's, it's just, it is just crazy. Uh, yeah, found footage is probably one of the cooler ones that I like. Les, do you think that found footage, do you think that craze is done with? With all the paranormals and all the things we've yeah, seen. Yeah, I think because they even had to take it a different direction as far as paranormal mm. activity goes. But I will say, again, that was one of the most... I will never forget that theater experience we had watching no, hey, the very first paranormal you, activity. It, yeah, that, that was... scared the shit out of me, man. Everybody was clutching each other in that theater, man. It was just no, not... No, no, no. Everybody got real snuggly real quick, man. It was great. It was, And it they was did a great, great marketing game. thing where they made you feel like it was real. They had a fake website that people were looking up the names back then. Mm-hmm. You go on America yeah. Online, figure that out. Same thing with Blair Witch. Blair Witch had an Blair Witch. amazing yes. viral campaign. Oh, yes. my gosh. Blair Witch scared the shit out of me, too. But, I mean... That's one, and and it may be dead. I, I wish it wasn't, but uh, I do like more of the yeah, more of the psychological or the the real suspenseful, and then the like you know they're making the I guess the killers in the in these things they're making them much better. Like Invisible Man, it's not a horror movie, but you're, that was a good movie, man. You're oh. gripped, you know. You're really gripped. I think I'll be honest. I think what has happened is, is now that we have way more superhero movies, you kind of can't explain the supernatural or like you can't explain Jason Voorhees now. You know, it's it has to just be, dude. There's this weird, freaky guy in a goalie mask chopping people up. And like when they rebooted this series, uh, the franchise a few years ago, that's what it was. It was like, 
dude, that fucking goalie's pissed. And it's like, <laughs> goalie's pissed. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, they can't really explain like that this this guy just shows up out of nowhere, you know, at, at Camp Crystal Lake and just starts hacking people to bits. Randy's got something. It's a Friday what the is- 13th box set. Oh, okay. I just, oh, I just got it recently. I fucking yeah. love Friday the 13th, man. Oh, oh I love them too. Those they're, things they're, are so they're... like fucking campy good. Did you mean to say campy on purpose? Campy, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, okay. Very good. Fucking puts bad jokes and things I say. <laughs> <laughs> he makes other people say dad jokes. Uh, without you even knowing. It's, it's kind of like I know, first. right? I think what's happened is with the the franchise stuff, the icon stuff, you know, with the Freddy Kruegers and the uh, Michael Myers and all this stuff. I think it's more about how they kill people now. Do you? Right. Yeah. Like it's more about the kills and like how creative can they get with the kills? You know, that's how it used to be. I don't feel like that. I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't watched enough of like the modern Michael things. Myers is still the best. If you think if you watch the last Halloween, the, the, the newest one, he still was just either he was brutally killing them or he, he was, was just brutal. like doing some creative shit. I heard in this one, he's just just the worst. So he's I ever think been. they've they've upped the game of the creativity because you can do so much more. Uh, I'm going to ter- go on a tangent, but like the, the Rambo movies back in the day were mm-hmm. just that that's what they were but now you yeah. know when you watch that 2008 rambo there's just body parts everywhere and you're like oh shit dude. like this is a different rambo like it just wasn't right. available so now that they can do so right. much more with practical effects and cg enhancements just probably think, takes it over I, I think it kind of breaks the rules or at least for me like what I like that synergy between like filming and like practical effects so when you have mm. like you're allowed to use cg I think you're kind of like breaking what's cool about those films. Like when I think of like like Tom Savini and like all those people who did like, you know, uh, yes. fucking Night of the Living Dead, like those guys who were like just fucking artists at the shit they did. I, they did something that was arguably like distasteful, but it was fucking cool the way they came up with like these creative ways to fucking kill people. Mm-hmm. Going full circle, I remember watching Friday the 13th 3 in 3D in the movie theater when I was a kid and that yeah. pitchfork scene in the barn freaked me out man now was the the uh the spear the uh was it was it the spear no no, no that one no they do the uh the shears like the uh they do the shears, the shears. yeah but then they also do the uh like scuba uh the spear gun yeah he's yeah, the, spear the guy right the spear in the eye gun ball. yeah, yeah. And, like spears him right in the crazy. eye and punks his head next to the right into That's the uh, right. post oh and he <laughs> there's a whole bunch of them but we sound oh. like psychos <laughs> well thank you that was uh that was awesome, Avery. And, and, and those were really nice words. We really yes, appreciate thank it. Thank you, Avery. Yeah, thanks, Hopefully things turn around anyway. and things go well. Uh, there's a couple of things before we end this thing. Wonka, uh, did you guys hear about this? Timothy Chalamet mm-hmm. has uh, actually, he teased something on Twitter where he showed his look of how he's going to look in the Wonka prequel. There's going to be a Wonka prequel, which is kind of interesting. Uh, prequel to which one? I think the prequel to Willy Wonka. Just okay. the the actual Gene Wilders or Johnny Gene Depp? Wilders, yeah, Gene okay. Wilders, yeah, Gene Wilders, good. Um, which is yeah, which is good. And he's uh, he's a great actor, so I'm interested to in seeing what he does with it. So that's kind of cool. The Ghostbusters coming out very soon. Ghostbusters Afterlife and the reviews have come in, and people are very positive about it. So that's something great to hear. 
can't wait for that. And uh, I saw that Bill Murray actually kind of like slipped up. And King Tom, did you see this that he might be in yeah. Ant Man three? Yeah, he was said he was in London filming something for Marvel. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. And it turns out he's going to be in Ant Man three. Yeah, he was talking to a German outlet. It looks like a, a, a called Frankfurt something. FAZ is what they're called. And he said, by by way of answering, Murray said, you know, recently I made a Marvel movie and then immediately regretted saying it and said, I probably won't tell you, but uh, uh, never mind. He just blew it. He's messed up. So that would be kind of cool. It's great to uh, to see Bill Murray in a Marvel film. That'd be awesome. And I think him in, it'd be, and isn't, oh yeah. And uh, Paul Rudd's going to be in Ghostbusters. Paul Rudd's so, in Ghostbusters, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And it looks like Michael B. Jordan's previously unnamed Black Superman project is actually named Valzon right now. Uh, they have a writer. It looks like uh, Darnell Mater and John Peters will accompany Jordan to write this thing, which okay. is, is okay. awesome. Very cool. Very cool. And I think that is it, except for one last thing. Cowboy Bebop had an official trailer. For someone that has never seen any of the Cowboy, I mean, I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop anime or anything. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Has any of you guys seen it? No? I haven't seen the trailer. I've seen the show. I've seen the anime. Okay, but you haven't seen the official trailer. Fantastic. Okay, so let's watch Cowboy Bebop and let's uh, let's see what we think. As a couple of really big anime fans and the rest of us kind of not, let's check it out. So what brings you back from the dead? A week ago, I did a job, a bounty. I had a partner, believe it or not. He know what you used to be? Will I ever see you again? They tried to kill me, Anna. If you need to find me. I go by Spike Spiegel these days. That was really film noir in the beginning, huh? Now it's all crazy sci-fi. In this old system, if the cops and the bounty hunters don't get you, the syndicate will. There's no happy ending here. Spoken like a man who's never been in love. I was. What happened? I was dreaming. What do you say, fellas? Great. You want to team up? Tarantino feel. I was thinking 60-40 split. Going my way, of course. Love do not shoot her. Yeah. Please, no. <gasps> <laughs> what wow. the actual fuck? <laughs> We're a team. The three of us. Go grab some bounties. Please, I just want to kill her a little bit. God damn it, Spike. It's Jamie. <laughs> Whatever happens. Happens. You good guys. Or bad guys. 
Depends on who you ask. Wow. This looks really cool. Wow, that looked super cool. And for me, not knowing anything about the storyline, I am really interested in this. It looked like Tarantino style of filmmaking, cool angles, like Randy said. Yeah, it's amazing and, how effective those angles are. Yeah. It, it makes like it like leaves them with kind of like a like not deformed, but like the uh the ratios, like it makes them look larger than life kind of when they shoot them at those angles. It's really cool. Really cool. Yeah, I'm dig I'm digging it. Less you know about the story, you've watched Cowboy Bebop. What'd you think about this? I'm thinking that this sets the stage, or at least this starts to pace the field to get more live action adaptations of other anime. Wow. If they can pull this, this is that that trailer alone showed me they pulled it off. They were able to get the exact tone, the exact feel of the anime itself. And Again, at this time, I think they. Wow, man, I'm I'm speechless now because it was well, they had everything in it. That Go tone, ahead. though, I mean, like Cowboy Bebop has like that specific tone. Do you think that that is indicative of how good Cowboy Bebop is? Do you think they could do that with other anime? Because they get captured like the style uh, of it. Yeah. Okay. Because the thing is, that's a good way to 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 bring me down a little and temper my ex excitement no it is a good, it's, <laughs> it's cool no oh, i understand because no it, it, you can't start thinking of like action anime and like you know like now they could adapt uh, dragon ball z or you know basic stuff like that but any type of detective noir that they have and there's a lot of anime out there that are that has that feel you know like the inner city underground mm -hmm. type of thing going and i think they can pull it off yeah the more campy stuff yeah no there's absolutely no way you're going to be able to right. like legitimately give us a, a Naruto live action. It's just too, yeah, it, it can happen, but it won't be as crisp as this. There, it, This is a way, this could be a seamless transition to live action. Yeah, like the source material, like it translates really well to film. Yes. Especially with yes. when you have obviously a director like that who gets it. But see, now I'm starting to think of it. There's one called Wolf's Reign where they, obviously people transform into wolves and they have to survive in like a futuristic city where they're hunted and all that stuff where their type is known and they're hunted. So it's like underworld kind of, it would be like an underworld kind of style, but it would probably be pretty cool to bring to, or to, to adapt it to live action. Or they could retry Dragon Ball. I mean, just give it something close enough, better than what that crap was. That thing was horrible. That was terrible, man. Beyond horrible. Well, yeah, it looked super cool. Let's get a live action Voltron and finish this off. Let's just do it. <laughs> it's called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. How dare you? How dare you? I'm not wrong. I am not wrong. <laughs> Fuckers. I've been looking in, in the market for a Voltron, old school 1981 Voltron. I found the one that my dad got me. I found Powers it on cats. eBay. Which one uh, on eBay? I was looking cats. last week. I'm looking at both. I'm looking at both cats, obviously. But all right, the one, yeah, the cars one I'll take too. But let's get the cats, obviously. I found the one that my dad got me, and it was such bullshit. It's called like it's called like a lion. Oh, it's it was like a, it's from like Taiwan, and it's one yes. like 130 or so. Yes, 
and it has like these backpacks that go on the line. Yeah, I had the same. My my mother got it for me in like a um, like some flea marketplace for I think it was like thirty dollars back in the day. Yes, yeah, it's it's the same exact one. It's going for one thirty on eBay. Yeah, it's Um, it's garbage, and it's still one thirty on eBay. I found a the really good one from nineteen eighty, one hundred seventy bucks right now. But yeah, I haven't seen the ships one anywhere. Oh, I, I saw the ships one. It's five hundred fifty bucks. Oh, and Voltron, th- Voltron two. So Voltron yeah. three is the cats. Voltron one's the cars. Voltron two was this weird ass. It's four. These three robots. Yes, because they wa- they wanted to make a third series, so they bought this other um, Japanese animated series that was totally unrelated. And they were right. going to say that the vehicles defended the near universe, the lines defended the far universe, and the yes, the 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 um, ships whatever they the call cars. them the cars yeah, yeah the people the defended yeah. the middle and it was like these three robots that joined together in all these combinations you're right and and i had two of the three oh. you couldn't do anything with two wow. of them. you needed no. all three you need all three i don't know <laughs> you remember the cross do you remember the crossover where the cats and the cars yeah, there was forces? like one episode right one episode. that helped one that helped a lot as a kid because watching Watching the season of Voltron and the cars show up instead of the lions, and you're like, no, but those cars huh? were badass, dude. They were when they, when they, when they shut out of those tubes, dude. dude you were rad. expecting the lions when it said, no, no, I'm a Voltron, big lion guy. I'm a big lion. I was like, where are the damn lions? What's going on? Oh, and then it was like an episode where they were pinned and getting kicked, their asses kicked, and they're like, put out a call to the out, car lions so they can help us. And I was yeah, like, out, oh, they're they're <laughs> in the same universe. Cool. Out in New York, the Lions aired weekdays. The Cars aired on weekends. Yes. For me, the Cars ended up playing at like at nighttime, like late at night, and some weird channel when I was a kid. And I would watch it. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is rad!" I get to see the Lions and the Cars in the same week. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was so pissed off at my dad that what I did is I didn't play with the one that he bought me. Then I I drew the Lions and I cut them out and colored them, and I acted like I played with them when I was in front of them. Yeah. He that, oh, you I, oh, you did it in front of him so like, I rub it in. Yeah, right like there. I don't want to play with your this. fucking Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. He just laughed, he just laughed at me. Did you ever get a GoBot? Yeah, he bought me tons of fucking GoBots. I always got fucking GoBots. Yep. Fuck the GoBots. Never Transformers, fucking, always GoBot. Yeah, fucking exactly. Submarine. A submarine? Shit. Come on. Yeah. Fuck you, GoBots. <laughs> Fake transformers. Yeah, fuck Swap meat ass transformer. Piece of shits. You guys are killing me with that, dude. If I had GoBots, I'd get them out for Halloween candy right now. <laughs> they had the yeah. best, dude. Their little scooter was there. The scooter was a uh, the version there was of nothing movie. best about the GoBots, dude. Pop tour yeah, was try- better than Megatron. No, try and make no. all those GoBots over Sick to what? a kid's <laughs> house who has all the transformers. How dare you, bro? Get out of here! Come on, man. There's a limousine, dude. There's a villain who was a straight up. Yeah, there's a here fucking money, dude. With a top hat. He had a fucking top hat, dude. Come yeah, on. and they were like tiny. So I might as well play with micro machines, dude. What the fuck? You buying me a fucking GoBot? Yeah, because it's a, it's and you it's, bought it's from a, like Broadway. Broadway. They, Broadway. they used to sell them on the bottom like of Broadway. Metal. Fucking fuck! You just pissed me off right now, Les. I love the GoBots. Go were made of like fucking. I don't even I know what it was. Plastic. Plastic. It wasn't even good enough it's to be. We're not about slandering all the cartoons and toys that we had to. They were styrofoam. Consume. Was, was oh, GoBots kid. even a cartoon? 
Yes. Yeah, they made a Robots cartoon. Was a cartoon. Sure. Yeah. They showed cartoon they was showed a lot better with, uh, than the action figures. That's for they sure. They showed it with mask and uh, yeah, mask. Uh, mask. They showed cool. it with mask no, and they showed it with cool. uh, the Centurions. Yeah, <laughs> that was my block back in the day. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you brought me down. Um, he Man had a trailer today. I, I haven't seen it. I heard it's great. Really Look good. at that segue. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was really good. That was a segue right there. Yeah, but I heard it's really good. Uh, King Tom, it looked good? Yeah, it looked excellent. All right, I got to check that out later. Guys, thank you for tuning in. This was a fun Halloween episode. I hope we didn't scare you off. <laughs> so check us out next week. We won't have anything to do with um, Halloween. But uh, King Tom, please let the people know where they can find you. You can find me looking for a non $500 vehicle Voltron on eBay at Tom Chansky on Twitter. And then I do uh, Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Bad Motivators. I'm right there with you, buddy. I'll, I'll let you know if I find something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I went on AliExpress, you know, it's like Alibaba bullshit website. Uh, they have a just a vehicle one that's eight inches long and it's just, it doesn't come apart or anything, but it, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. It's only like 12 bucks. I might just buy it just for shits and giggles. Just put it behind me or something. Nice. Les, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at lessismore78. Uh, you can also find me on our YouTube channel doing uh, reactions to. We're on a little bit of a break, but we're doing <laughs> to nothing right now. <laughs> Trailers, shows, and other things in the world of geekdom, and also here on this awesome podcast known as the Sith List. Right, thank you, buddy. And I am uh, doing getting ready for some Hawkeye situation, so. Uh, maybe we can do not only reactions, but breakdowns with King Tom in the morning. Maybe. And if Randy wakes oh, up, that'd morning. be great too. Yeah. We used to do uh, breakdowns with King Tom for Falcon Winter Soldier, right? And Men yeah, and, and WandaVision. And WandaVision, that's right. Did you call it King Tom in the morning? No, but I will now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Eric, where can people find you? Well, check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, and follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers. All right. And Randy, how you doing, buddy? Same, same thing, man. Check me out on my other podcast and follow me on Twitter. There it is. You can find me at The Sith List. Guys, happy Halloween. Stay safe. Don't eat a lot of apples because there could be razor blades in them. You That's know how it goes. Thing. And stop eating that candy corn because it's getting out of control. We'll catch you next week on episode number 274 of the Sith. Oh, actually, find Boo at the Sithless Boo. Boo wasn't on the Halloween episode? Come on. Oh, my God. That is ironic, isn't it? Don't you think? (laughs) We'll catch you next week. Episode 274 of the Sithless. Some say the end is near. Some say we'll see Armageddon soon Certainly hope we will I should could use a vacation from this
comet will fall from the sky, followed by meteor showers and tidal waves, followed by fault lines that cannot sit still, followed by millions of dumbfounded bitches and some saying
motherfuckers are gonna kill me. I love that. Okay. Through that whole conversation, <laughs> he was struggling. He's trying to be so professional. And he just powered through it. It was hard. I thought man. he was buying us time. <laughs> I thought he was. He just kept going. I was like, was. I appreciate him so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, let's. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to edit tonight. <laughs> uh.